You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows, visit electronicmediacollective.com. like watching some tiktoks and then like like the freaking uh i think my butt getting big comes on <laughs> and i'm like wow family family yeah like i wish there was like a setting like there's a time and a place for those videos don't get me wrong <laughs> but when i'm sitting on the couch with my family near me i just want to watch a fun disney tiktok is that too is that so much to ask that's when you're like the second you see a video when somebody's in somebody's room and there's a lot of pink shit all over the place. You just you don't even wait. You just hurry up and flip to the next one. You just hurry up and flip to the next one. A lot of them have that like intro where somebody's like, "Hey, have you ever gone to the mall and seen something funny?" And you're like, "Okay, let's see what funny is." And then it cuts to like the girl's ass just there. I'm like, why? <laughs> why? What was what was the point? And you're like you said, some of them are like sixteen years old. If like, where's your dad? If I was fourteen or fifteen when this app was out, I would be insane because I'd be in my room all the time. Uh, can yeah, going through the age of puberty, seeing some shit like that. You're like, I remember being young at that age, and internet porn was just like kind of on the cusp. I didn't even have internet for the most part, so you had to like find ways to get your rocks off when you're that age. Man. I, I got you. I'm older than you. When I was coming of age, if you will, <laughs> there was no internet. You had to go old fashioned. Oh, back in my day. You had to go old fashioned style with like the crispy magazine. <laughs> that's another, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. That's an, like these pages are stuck together and you're like, Ugh. That's another key and pill. That's my, that's my favorite page. Why is it always my favorite page? I spilled together? a pop oh, on oh, that. Damn. Yeah. Oh, man. If I would have had today's internet when I... Oh, that's trouble. I would have accomplished nothing. <laughs> nothing. I understand now why this generation, there's a lot of people that don't do anything. I get it. Like, I understand why. There's too much out there. I mean, I, I got my brand new nice phone, and you talked me into TikTok, and for the most part, it's great. It's hilarious. But like I said, like I said, man... There's that one thirst trap that just sneaks its way in there, and you're just not prepared. You're not, you're you're ill prepared for it. Yeah, pretty much. And you feel dirty. You do. You feel like, like I said, you feel like the FBI is like watching you. Like it's on me. It just came up on there. It's like come, like the algorithms 
almost there for me. It'll get there. It's well, almost there. What did you put when you first download TikTok and you open it? It says, what kind of things are you interested in? Like, what kind of stuff did you put? Oh, shit. I don't remember. I think I only did, like, there was, like, a hundred options. Mm-hmm. I think I only selected, like, two. Just just because I I wanted to be ambiguous. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think that the algorithm... I mean, I don't think that, like, beginning bit where they're, like, what kind of stuff you're interested in really does anything. Yeah, I mean, I know I didn't select big fat asses of underage girls. Yeah. That's not something I selected. Yeah. I can guarantee you that. I think... And yet, there it is. I got a problem because when I first started using TikTok, I selected cosplay. I Because I was oh. like, I was like, I want to see, you know, some cool cosplay stuff. Oh, like, I... I'm worms. Yeah. And then I did that and I was like, oh, wait a minute. It's just a bunch of teen girls in cosplay dancing. And I'm like, well, time to uninstall and reinstall and reselect my shit. So... Did you make a TikTok profile? Like I did. You did? I, I didn't do that. I have a TikTok profile and everything. Username, Scotty Knows. <laughs> you can search for it. I'm that's, Scotty Knows. That's a great TikTok name, by yeah, the way. Yeah, right, right. That's and, a great um, one. I haven't made any videos yet. I think I think my wife would kill me if I'm doing a, a TikTok dance. You'd be the perfect... Corvette, Corvette. <laughs> you'd be the perfect TikTok dance, though. Like, you're, you're, like, there's a lot of parents, like dads and stuff like that, that get on there and... You know, do shit like that, too, to annoy their kids most of the time. Most of the time is because to annoy their kids, but they like to have fun. Do you have any, like, specific ones you follow? Yeah, that you're it's, like... uh... <clears throat> I follow a couple Disney guys that just go to Disney, you know, main Disney. It's kind <laughs> of my kind of my bag, baby. So a couple guys, uh, Kyle Palo, Jojo Crichton... Um, they have really good TikToks. Um, I follow Sean Johnson. She's a gymnast. Oh, yeah. She's a gymnast, and I, I love her. And, uh, oh, damn, who else? Uh, some other ones that I just found that were funny. Somebody sent me one. Was it you? It was somebody else. It was like a political one. I get some political ones, too. Um, it's also got... I send you a couple every now and then. It's also got me... On that algorithm, too. Which, I would imagine. Which, fair enough, fair enough. There's this one dude that does a lot of TikTok uh, stuff on there, and I can't remember his name. I used to see him all the time, but I, I don't see him as often anymore. I swear to God, he reminds me a little bit, just from looking at him, of pa- of Patrick. Oh, yeah? He really kind of does. He's Pelak. Yeah. He's always, he always wears, like, a cardigan or something like that, and he does, like, some TikTok dances every now and then, and some, like meme stuff sometimes but like he's almost like your dad doing it kind of stuff so Mm. it's it's pretty funny stuff yeah i think i'm borderline too old for tiktok you say that but you haven't hit those videos apparently of the old people that are doing it uh i've seen videos of older people and they do the oh i'm too old for tiktok you know (coughs) and they're still younger than me so there's that there's some old fucks on there. There yeah. are some old fucks. Some yeah. serious old fucks. I did find uh, Bradley Whitford from West Wing and uh, Billy Madison and, yeah. and uh, Get Out. You know, he's great. I love him. Yeah. He had a TikTok and he had some really funny stuff in there. So, anyway, that was that's TikTok for me. Yeah. You're you, welcome, to, welcome to the TikTok. TikTok you, you got me hooked and. Uh, it's entertaining. I think, it's entertaining. I think without me, I think you would have still downloaded it eventually. 
Yeah, I think you would have. I downloaded Snapchat too. Do you have Snapchat? I do. I never use it. I can't get into it. It's. I hate to say it because I. Okay, I think I can start saying it's a little too young for me, kind of stuff, because I'm turning 32 this month. So, so it seems to be a thing that all the young, like the next generation after me, does all the time. They communicate. Honestly, it seems like the next generation doesn't even use text messages by the time. It's always Facebook Messenger or Instagram or Snapchat. They always like communicate through that. And I, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm like, all right, it's fine. Right. I don't think I don't like doing. I don't. I don't like taking a lot of pictures in general. Especially, right. I don't like taking a lot of selfies. So Snapchat is like not up my alley at all. I can't quite get the hang of Snapchat. <laughs> like my whole family uses Snapchat like all the time. Like my younger sisters and their husbands and their <laughs> friends, and that's like their thing. They love Snapchat. So I'm like, oh, I'll get on get in on this, and. Between the like your snap and then your snap stories and like the some stay and the some disappear and like I just I it's not as user friendly for an old geezer like me. Do you, and TikTok kind of is. Do you know do you know what I kinda of think of it is with Snapchat? Uh I think and I hate to say it, I think that it is more of a you gotta have like a bunch of really close friends that like to be active and do tons of shit to do Snapchat. Like we have we have our own circle of friends mm-hmm. that we have. Mm-hmm. The problem is if you took a look at our circle of friends, we're not very active doing shit. Like we're doing stuff, but like we're doing responsible stuff, like work stuff, school stuff for me, school stuff for your wife, you know, Pelak, he's got his job which is involved in school. Mike, he's constantly working and everything like that. Like we, we're all a bunch of busy motherfuckers that are doing shit, and we don't have time for this Snapchat nonsense. Well, I think we'd be fine with Snapchat. At least 50% of us. I, I just went to Mexico. I was in Mexico for a week. Brag about it, why don't There's you? a lot of stuff I could have snapped. Mike D just built a half pipe in his garage. <laughs> like, that's a snap-worthy event. We'd, we'd be okay. We'd I feel be okay. like I feel like Patrick, you'd be like, hey, let's get on this Snapchat shit. And Patrick would be like, I got like exams to grade. Like, wh- like, what do you want me to do? And Mike would be like, I've got like Excel stuff to do. Like, what do you, what do you want me to snap? I feel like it'd be more of that. Snap these nuts, motherfuckers. <laughs> and then that's what you get into. Okay. Pretty much. How we doing, Adam? We're doing great. We're doing fantastic. This is a we're together in the same room show. Yes. This yes. is not the computer show that yes. everybody hates. I, I've perfected the computer show, I think, and now we're going back to doing it in person. I, so. I, I have a better time doing it in person. I do too. And you brought me something very delicious oh, to drink, something we very meme worthy. So so this is our two hundred and first episode. I figure we brought it back for our two hundredth special episode. Why not keep it rolling? beer of the show it's kind of a beer a little bit kind of a little bit it's kind of a beer but uh it's a little bit but we talked about this just a couple shows ago and i felt like it was worthy so i i stopped at the uh the sheets i went to sheets right before the show love sheets i picked us up both uh two 24 ounce twisted teas Twisted tea. And I did. Are they pre? Have they been pre-smacked? A uh, white racist in the head. You know, I made sure I grabbed the ones that hadn't been smacked yet. No, oh, okay. So if we want to, we can. But I'd rather drink it personally. 
we're in West Middlesex. We'll find somebody that is racist to smack them in the head with oh, this. Oh, that's, yeah. So, yeah. It's not hard to do. So, Twisted Tea. Yeah, I've never actually had a hard ice Twisted Tea before. I've had Twisted... I've, I've had lemon tea, obviously, but I've never had, like, the alcohol spiked version. Tea. Yeah. That's what it is. It's spiked tea. It's fine. It's... It's okay. I think... Here's what I think. This is the perfect drink for if you never drank before and you're really worried about drinking beer or liquor, this is the perfect introduction drink for somebody mm. to have. That's what this is. It honestly tastes like tea yeah. to me. It tastes it, like lemon tea. It tastes like tea, but like better because there's alcohol involved. Yeah. So I, I don't even really taste the alcohol. Now it's probably it's probably malt. It's probably it's a malt beverage. Contains alcohol, no carbohydration. I'm trying to see if I can find the alcohol content. It's probably very low. That's, what, that's probably what five percent alcohol by volume. That's actually more than I thought. Yeah, it would that's be. that's that's a little high than I would have. That's assumed. actually thought more than I thought it would be. It's not a lot, but it's a little high than I, I mean. It, it we're be. just drinking. That's like your average. Now. That's like your average microbrew would have like five percent by the volume. Like like kind of kind of that. <laughs> Yeah, that's about an average one, but yeah, yeah. So I think it's good. I think it's, it's good. Yeah, I've had it's, it before. It's fine. I've, it's I've had it's it. It's just fine. But the video, the viral video. Oh, we went into that. We talked about it. it, it it's still. It, it's amazing. It's still one of my favorite videos. It is the best. The video guy ever. getting smacked with the twisted tea is still so epic. I feel like twisted tea sales must have skyrocketed. I, after they must that video. have. They must have. And. and they got these from us, so so why don't we go ahead and uh, rate it? We didn't rate it. Um, rate it. I I get like I said, this is a great tea for the early drinkers, people that don't. This is something I would give my sister because my sister's not a drinker. She doesn't like alcohol. She's not of legal age yet, but she's had wine and stuff like that before. How dare she's, she? She's tasted beer. I've, I've given her a beer to taste <gasps> once before. She's not a drinker. Somebody she call did, the police. She doesn't like it. She doesn't like it all that much. Um, this would be something I would probably give her and she would probably yeah. enjoy, I think, because it doesn't even taste like alcohol. So, recommend if you just want to have a chill time. Recommend. Chill time. Recommend. This is a good summer beverage, I think. This yeah. is a great summer uh, drink. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of tea. Do you like iced tea? I do, but the problem is I like tea that has a lot of sugar in me it. Me too, me too. And I and I try to eat as little sugar as I can, so I don't even drink tea Right, anymore. you're trying to quit sugar. Sugar's my drug. Sugar's my heroin. I'll be the first one to admit it. it I, pr- I love like a southern style sweet tea that is just like loads of sugar do you go in for those big teas that you get at mcdonald's those dollar huge cup teas i used to go into those all the fucking time fucking love them i used to do that all the time back 10 years ago decade ago when i used to eat fast food all the time because i was living the hard life i was young my metabolism it is a hard knock life you know you know i could i i was go to mcdonald's to get two quarter pounders and a big ass thing of fries like throwing that tea in there it's a dollar yeah it's a dollar you can't not you it's 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 worth more getting it than not getting it. you can't beat that with a stick well you could but why would you want to exactly Right. Yeah, I used to do the shit all the time. Oh man, I love I love a good sweet tea. This this right here, I, I prefer lots of sugar in my tea. I don't go for the lemon tea. I I do sometimes. Yeah. Uh, this is lemon flavored. Yeah. I could take it or leave the lemon flavor. I'm not a big lemon flavored fan. It's as far as it, it definitely tastes 
artificial lemon too. I don't know if you know this. Like, really? I thought they were squeezing real no, lemons into it, the shit. It, it tastes very artificial. It's uh, done. Yeah. So I'm not. I, I enjoy a twisted tea. I feel like there is a time and a place. I'm probably gonna give it a three out of five. Three out of five? And it it, get, it gets bonus average. points. It gets bonus points for the video for that's, sure. That's average. That's fine. That's very average. Mm-hmm. Um. So, 2021, uh, you came back from Mexico. How was Mexico? That's something new in your life. Oh you, yeah, you went yeah. on vacation. Um, just you did the irresponsible thing and traveled during a pandemic. Did. How did that go, I Scott? Did. I did. Um. Well, I, I saw a say... lot of videos that you were maskless and everybody else was maskless around you. This is me giving you shit. But anyway, how did it go? Really, honestly, I was masked most of the time. Every video you sent was everybody maskless. So. I was probably <laughs> hammered, hammered drunk. Um, yeah, so I was supposed to go to Mexico back in August. My youngest sister was getting married, and she was going to mm-hmm. have a destination wedding there. Well, pandemic, COVID happened, oh, yeah. got canceled. Now, my sister still got married in August, but we just did a small family service at our local church and right we didn't do a reception we just did a small gathering at our house so my parents had paid big bucks to this resort in mexico to have the wedding and they said oh pandemic we want to get our money back they said no they said no we're yeah okay well can we postpone it so they said fine we'll postpone it to the end of the year december my family's like we're not coming there in December. Like it's probably still going to be bad pan- pandemic wise. And it's the holidays. Like we need to wait longer than that. And the resort was like, fine, we'll do January final offer or you'll lose your money. So that's why we had to go in January. Like, or we were going to lose yeah. thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, surprisingly enough. And it was just the reception. We didn't do the wedding service anymore. We just had the reception there months after the actual wedding. But surprisingly, there was there was more people than I thought made the trip from all over the country to Mexico. Now, Mexico, believe it or not, isn't as bad COVID-wise as the United States is. I've heard that. I've heard, I've heard some tellings. That being said, there was a lot of Americans at the resort we were at. It the, looked like a fancy resort. It, it, was, look- it was nice. The resort was empty. Because there was no Canadians there. Because Canadians weren't allowed to go. There wasn't any Europeans there. They weren't allowed to go. It was only Americans and Mexicans in the resort we were at. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, things were different. Because there was few people at the resort. We've actually been to this resort before. I've, I've been here before. And it was just people everywhere. It was all inclusive. You can drink whatever you want. Eat whatever you want. Great, great times. This time, because there was fewer people, only certain restaurants were open, limited hours. So that was kind of a bummer. But yeah. I understand why, because there wasn't yeah. many people there. They didn't do as many of the games. And we went in January. That's the big thing. People don't realize this. Mexico is still North America. Like, it's still the Northern Hemisphere. And it's still winter there. So... Mind you, it's 15 degrees. I was going to say, it ain't, win- it ain't winter down there the way it was, it was winter se- It was here. 70 degrees. It was 70 degrees every day. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You're like, yeah. that's fucking beautiful. Yeah, shut up. It is. 
But when you're at a resort and you're like want to swim all day in the pool or it was a little like I like to swim when it's like 80 and it was not it, the pool water was cold. I was cold. Man. Scott, and I don't get I, cold. Scott, it was so cold that I closed the windows in your little in between room. So your I know, cat didn't you did, freeze it dead. It honestly got that cold where yeah. I was worried that the cat was going to freeze. Cat would have been fine. But anyway. I looked it up. Cats freeze below uh, 32 degrees and it got below 32 degrees. Yeah. So. They got fur coats. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So. It was a good trip. It was a good trip. Had lots of fun. Um, I'm back. Yeah. I'm great. back. Um, yeah. Everybody had a good time. And now it's back to the real world. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm seeing a chiropractor. Newsflash, something new with me. I'm seeing a chiropractor now. I am. Uh, I found out my neck is all fucked up. As mm-hmm. you have probably heard, uh, I've been having, as I talked about, the pain in the side of my head and the constant cough that I have for eight fucking months. Um, uh, I took a friend of ours, Laura. She gave me some advice. Said, go oh, see Laura was on our last show. Yeah. She was on our 200th episode. She gave, gave me some advice. said, you should go see a chiropractor. See if that's that. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I went to go see a chiropractor. It took... Uh, took x-rays of me and my neck and everything like that so apparently the way your neck is supposed to go from like the front of your neck right here it's supposed to go in like a like a c-shape okay. apparently the bone where the neck is the spine where it the goes, front of your neck yeah, is supposed to be a c-shape where it's where it's like uh where the bottom of where your shoulders are up to your skull it's supposed to be like a c-shaped neck uh mine's a straight line and it apparently is pinching my nerves in my neck so that's great so i've been getting adjusted i've been getting my neck and my back cracked three days a week uh so far my neck and And my my back back. yeah cool (laughs) um yeah and i'll be honest with you i don't feel bad i feel pretty damn good i think everybody should go to a chiropractor this might be something when this whole thing is done uh that i might do once or twice a year just once or twice a year just go there and be like give me some adjustment crack my neck crack my back let's do this buddy Doctor said I need a bacchiotomy. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I've seen a chiropractor, and I, there's a lot of people who think chiropractors are quacks. I get that. I, Do you? I, I get. Do you? I get. I get that. That is a thing because let me tell you something. I spent so much time with this doctor trying to justify his job to me. The first day <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. The first day I was there, I had to watch a five minute video uh, that they said they sat me down like in the, you know how like when you go to the doctor's office they get you in the op the little exam room right, right. and the nurse practitioner the assistant whatever mm-hmm. you call them does the initial like okay what's wrong let me jot some things down kind of thing she did that and then she said you're all right we're gonna have you sit down and watch a five minute video and then the doctor's gonna come in and uh, take mm-hmm. a look at you and stuff like that okay. I had to watch a five minute. All about justifying chiropractic as basically not pseudoscience and and real medicine and everything like that. I did this twice, Scott. I this week I went in there and they like to do like an update thing where it's like they give you a tablet at the doctor's office. I go to and like, okay, we want you to give like your pain levels. Let us know like basically it's like a questionnaire thing of like are things improving? Are they not? Yada yada yada. And I was like, okay, that's fine. But then I had to watch another video that was about continuing the process of chiropractic uh, medicine where it's like i know a lot of people say they they start feeling well and they stop going to the chiropractor we want to tell you you got to keep coming you know and finish out the treatment everything like that and i'm thinking to myself you know what doctor you got i'm paying for it i've got another six weeks of of uh scheduled visits to go like i'm i'm in i'm already in the cult 
you don't need to keep selling to me. I I've already bought the fucking uh, thing. I've already bought the. Listen, product. I've been to a chiropractor. I'm not one of those. I'm not anti chiropractor. I, I do think some of them, and I have a story to share in a little bit. But chances are, when somebody says, "I assure you, it's not a scam." <laughs> when whenever somebody opens up with Ponzi scheme, whenever whenever somebody says, "Listen." This is not a scam. Nine times out of ten, it's a scam when they say that. It's not a pyramid scheme. It's like that that Always Sunny episode. It's a funnel. (laughs) (laughs) Turn it upside down, D. Oh my god, it's a pyramid. (laughs) I fucking love Always Sunny. It's very true. But anyway. um, I will say this. They do do this uh, ultrasonic therapy. Or ultrasound therapy that they do, it does feel pretty good on me. That yeah, does feel good. I, I've had my neck cracked and adjusted. And my it, neck. Yeah, it's my good. Back. It's good. My... It's fine. It's fine. Um, the story I wanted to share was my wife, she, uh, years and years and years ago now, she had to have, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to respect HIPAA here, I'm not going to say what, but she had to have a procedure, a surgical procedure done. And she had to have... Uh, a referral written and one of the people who could refer it was a chiropractor well at the time she didn't have a chiropractor she does now she and i go to the same one but we don't go that often but at the time she talked to her father and she said hey because she knew he had a chiropractor i need to see a chiropractor i need to get this you know referral i just need to see him one time he needs to write me this referral so i can have this procedure done and he was like oh he's like you gotta go to my guy my guy's the best guy. Everybody's guy is my the best guy. My guy's the best guy. My guy's the only guy. You got to go to my guy. My guy's great. So he like gave her the information. She's like, whatever. She called. She made an appointment. Showed up to her appointment. Walks in the waiting room. And there's like freaking crosses and like Jesus. Oh, and Jesus God. quotes. Jesus quotes like the live, laugh, love. How they like Jesus they decal it. Decal to the wall. Me. And she's like, that was the first red flag. But, you know, whatever. I'm, it's okay. I'm a Christian. So maybe this guy just really loves his faith. I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to kink shame anybody. So she goes in and he does the whole spiel. Like, I assure you this isn't a scam. <laughs> I assure you we're open. Like, yeah. that happened. Yeah. That happened. Yeah. So she's like, okay, whatever. And she's like, well, actually, honestly, doc, or so you say, the reason I'm here." Is because I need to have this procedure done. And um, the doctor says, well, I don't think you need to have this procedure. And she was like, yes, I do. That's the only reason I'm here. He goes, I think God made you the way you are. Oh, yes. No, no. I fucking kid you not. He's like, he's like. Goodness. So there's other there's other things you can do that besides having a surgical procedure and change the way God intended you to be. Like so and and if that would have been me, I would have given him two middle fingers and walked the fuck up out of that door. Like, not even uh, paid not even paid okay. my copay, right? But she is different than me, so she just like shook her head like okay, okay, listen to him. And then she got the fuck out of there and called me right away. She's like, this motherfucker! <laughs> right? So then she made an appointment with another dude and walked in. The guy's like, yeah, sure. We're on a piece of paper handed to her. He's like, here you go. But like, then she told her family. She's like, they were like, how'd you like Dr. 
Jesus. His name. Dr. Jesus. How was he? She's like, oppressed. She's like, he was fucking awful. He told me that I didn't, the whole reason I went there was to get him to sign off on this procedure. And he said, because God intended me to be this way. And her stepmom was like, well, maybe he's right. I'm like, bitch, go fuck yourself. That's the no. worst thing you can say. And then she went and had the procedure and it's been a godsend. That's good. Yes. I, I got I got the spiel from the doctor that your body is an amazing piece of architecture. Like, your body is built to heal itself. Like, he gave me the whole... He, yeah, as, you, as, as we both pat our stomachs. Yeah, buddy. Uh, he's He gave me the whole spiel of, like... Chug twisted. Of, like... Hey, you know, if you get a paper cut, do you have to do anything to get the heal, or does your body heal yourself? And I'm like, uh, it heals itself. He's like, exactly. So your body's like an amazing. Pe- we don't like. To- I'm fucking Wolverine. Yeah. He's like, we don't like to prescribe medicine here or anything like that. Like we like, uh, your body has the ability to heal itself and, and all this other bullshit and everything. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, you know, like we like. There's no. There's no. First of all, I guess no medicine you can give to your back or anything like that to straighten it out. You just have to do adjustments or whatever. I don't okay. fucking know. But, but there's fucking painkillers. Yeah. Like, that's a thing that exists. It, it is a thing. He's like, but he was like, I'm not going to tell you not to do something that your other doctor told you, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. We're going to adjust you and do all this other shit. And it's going to be a long process. And I'm like, that sounds like money. And he's like, yep. So yeah, it's money, basically, that I'm spending every week, every month. I, I, have to, I basically have a monthly payment for the next year to pay off what I'm doing right it's now. It's not covered by your insurance? It's not that? 100% covered. It's okay. partially covered. Partially covered. That's a minus. So, but, he's, yeah. but they're cool enough that they're like, look, we get it. Like, you can't pay it all at once. We can set you up with a monthly payment plan, and you can just get paid it off whenever. You can pay If you want to pay it off early, greater. If you want to pay it off every year, that's fine. I'm like, all right, sick. We'll do every year because, yeah. I'm hitting that point, though, where... Because I'm back in school and doing all this other nonsense and working, that when I go into this office, if they give me a third video that tries to justify their career choice, um, I'm about to tell the. I will tell. I might just tell the doc in my tired, hazy face, like, "Look, doc, stop giving me these fucking videos. You don't have to justify your job to me. I get it. I'm paying you the money, and I'm coming to the goddamn appointments. I'm done. I almost said it to him the last time I went." When I watched the second video, I was ready to be like, look, Doc, stop giving me this fucking video. I get it. Don't justify it to me anymore. I'm coming. Video Relax. three is going to be, welcome to your third visit. Now, if you refer other people to us, oh, you could get a cut of this. Twice this guy has said, have you, uh, you know, have you referred anybody to us? I don't know. Uh, basically, Laura referred you. She's now in the pyramid scheme. Yeah, she is. She is up a level from you. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. So, okay, <laughs> when you go to the a doctor's office, if you can't remember the name of the doctor, what do you call them? Do you say doc? doc? That's what I do too. Doc. Just, here's the thing: the, the guy that I see, he's not the guy whose name is on the plaque. He's he's the other doctor. Okay, he's cool. He's cool. I like him a lot. Sure, but like I don't, I can never remember his name. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, all right, doc, let's do this. All right, doc. Uh, he's a doctor, right? Yeah, yeah. he's a doctor. I think they're a doctor of chiropractic. They are. They're, he's it's a medical. So doctor. yeah, yes, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay, well, cool. I'm, I'm keep us posted. I'm gonna see. Oh, well, I will. I got three more points. I have to go. This is this week is my three. Uh, I have to go three days a week, and then after that, three weeks of two days a week, and then after that, three weeks of one day a week, and then that's it for. Shit, the if it works procedure. for you, if it makes you feel better, then keep doing it. It's working. It's a combination of that and uh, medical marijuana lotion that oh, I'm rubbing on my sure, head. Yeah. So it's a combination of sure. two things that's working. I'm re- I'm ready. One day I come in to do the podcast, and you're sitting here in the lab coat. Be like Scott. Listen, have you ever thought about seeing a chiropractor? <laughs> I got the man for you.
Anyway, so Scott, how does it feel being in a Biden presidency? Oh, yeah. That's the thing now. How does that feel? You know, I I feel relieved. Um, I sound like a broken record. I've said it a million times on this show. I've never been a huge Joe Biden fan. No, he was not. not the best. He's not the best. He he wasn't my first, second, third, fourth, even fifth choice during the primaries. But (laughs) I think I'm more relieved and I dare I say happy that Trump is gone. I'll tell you more what, than I am that Biden's. I'll in. tell you what he is. He's boring, and that's what we need right now. He's boring. nice, he's kind, but he's sure. boring as fuck. And that's what we we need a president that doesn't make us want to think about the White House every fucking day. That's a, that's kind of what America needs right now more than anything else. I think. Well, maybe not more than anything else, but it's pretty pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, it's <laughs> uh, it's been fun on social media. Just oh, it's hilarious. seeing the tears of the, the QAnon crowd and the Trump supporters. And they, honest to God, honest to God, Adam, they thought up until Biden had his hand on the Bible and got sworn in, they thought that at the last second, like a fucking Stallone movie, like Trump was going to swing in and like kick him in the face. Yeah. and like, like, I don't know what they were thinking was going to happen. Like. We knew this back in November. Like, the election happened and Biden won. Well, you know, the great thing now is there's a lot of, there's maybe not enough of them, but there's a lot of them that now don't, that now hate, don't like Trump and don't like Q, the Q in the QAnon thing, because apparently Q has been, they now, all of a sudden now, realize they've been lied to for months now because Q has barely been posting on social media, like, don't worry, inauguration day, you know, uh, the, the cops are going to come in. SWAT's going to come. FBI is going to come in. We're all going to go in there, and they're going to arrest the Bidens. They're going to arrest the Clintons. They're going to arrest the Obamas. And Trump's going to get another four years. Like just you wait, just you wait. And then inauguration day, and these cultist people that literally thought that was going to happen are waiting for it on inauguration, and it didn't fucking happen. And now they're all posting on social media like, "Fuck you! He fucking lied to us. Apparently, we're uh, you know he he's been lying to us the whole time." And mind you, we're all on the sideline like. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what he's been doing. I pictured like on on inauguration day, and it was like eleven fifty, like ten minutes before noon, before the swearing in, and and all of a sudden, like Trump in a in a hood gets on his Twitter. Oh, they took Twitter away, but whatever he has. And oh yeah, says, that's great. Too. Execute he's, he's Order sixty six, and all the look like a cop. Uh. <laughs> That's the best thing to I think to come out of this whole year. Like, <laughs> as as bad as the attack on Washington was by those pro by the uh, the violent protesters, right? We talked about last time. Yeah, as bad as that was, the best thing to come out of it is Trump is no longer on fucking social media. No longer is allowed on <laughs> Facebook and Twitter and those. That's amazing. That's like that's like a blessing in disguise right there. Like, yeah, thank God for those. Yeah. I hate you know. Okay. A lot of people died. Maybe not a lot of people, but a few people died. Some cops. It's sad. <laughs> it's very sad. But, but, Trump is no longer on Twitter yes, anymore. Yes, Mr. President. Oh, my God. The last 24 hours have been very exciting. Exciting? <laughs> people are dying. <laughs> Exciting's not the word I would use. <laughs> it's an Independence Day quote yeah. for you. Yeah. Spiner. Okay. It's, not only is he not allowed, but he but they're catching him on other people's Twitter too. He tried to tweet from his campaign's Twitter. Right. He tried to pee from, tweet from his family members' Twitter. They're catching him left and right, and it's amazing. <laughs> I love it so much. 
You th- Baron. Baron. <laughs> Let me see your phone. <laughs> Let me see your Tiffany. Let me see your phone real quick. We were talking. We were talking about TikTok earlier, and I think some of the some of the funniest TikToks for me are all the like white ladies, the old white ladies that are getting the police treatment now because they're not wearing masks in restaurants. I saw this one uh, TikTok video where this lady was uh, in a restaurant, sitting at a booth, no mask on, and apparently it started in the middle of this whole altercation. I'm guessing that the people there were like, you got to leave. You're not wearing a mask. You got to leave, blah, blah, blah. So they called the cops on her. And the cops come. Two cops come into the door. And I saw this and one. And they fucking, they, they're fucking, they tell her, like, you can't be here. You got to leave. You got to come with You got to come with us. You got to leave. You got to get here. And she's like, no, I'm not leaving. You can't tell me what to do. It's not a law, blah, that whole spiel they always do. It's not a law. And they pick this lady up and drag her out. The they entire manhandle time. her. Yes. Oh, yes, they do. And the entire time, this lady's like, I you, saw that. you can't arrest me. You can't arrest me. Ah, this is bullshit. You can't arrest me. That, and then the guy filming was like, "Bye, Karen." <laughs> <laughs> they take they take her outside. It's great. They're like putting her in the cop car, yeah. and they're like, "She's still saying you can't arrest me," as if she has some kind of. I hate to use a phrase because I've hated it for years, but it's white fucking privilege. It kind of is. Like she believes she can't be arrested for this when she yeah. absolutely can, yeah. and it's great. It's amazing. I love those videos. Yeah. Those videos are so amazing. I never see that shit around here. You know what? I I went to Sheets, bought these twisted tees before I came here. Walked in there. There was I was the fifth person in there. There was another lady wearing a mask. I of course was wearing my mask. Yeah. There was a younger couple, probably younger than I was, a, a guy and a girl. They were together. Neither one of them had a mask on. Yeah. There I, was an old guy, an older dude with a hoodie on, said the blue line, the thin blue line sweatshirt. Of course, no mask on him. The sign clearly says right there on the front of sheets, you're required to wear a mask to be in here. The workers don't give a shit. They don't say anything. They should, but they don't. It's the managers that are the people that should be saying something. Yeah, the managers, they're not. It's not, but it's not the employee's There was five people in the, in the gas station, and two of us had masks on. When it is required, so I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a promise right here, right here on this show. When this is all said and done, I'm still masking up. Really? I'm gonna wear my mask. Yes, I am, and because I want people to look at me. I want people who were these Karens from this TikTok video who were so anti-mask that won't wear a mask that finally, when the mask orders are gone, they see me wearing a mask. Because I fucking want to. And I want to get those dirty ass looks. And I real I wish someone would. I wish someone would say something to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the mask going. Scott, that is very admirable of you. Mm-hmm. I will not be doing that. It's okay. I'm because, I'm just trolling. I'm just trolling. That's fine. Because my beard let me let me tell you something. There's two things that are terrible for masks. Number one, if you wear glasses. Glasses Bing. are horrible for masks because you gotta adjust it properly on the front of the mask Correct. so it doesn't fog up. Correct. The other thing, which you don't have to worry about as much because your wife makes you shave all the time, beards. I have a beard. Okay, but You've got baby's first beard right now is what you've got. I'm, I'm talking about a beard. Like, I'm, as we talked about before, I'm Gettysburg right now, okay? So I've, yeah. got, I've got a long beard, and I'm kind of letting it go. I have a solid maybe two inches on my face at the moment, and it's not great. Like, I have to wear the mask, and then I have to adjust it so it's right above my chin, but still covers my lower lip right here. And, yeah, it, it's... Didn't it, one of your screen names used to be Grizzly Adam? 
<laughs> there was I did have a screen name for Grizzly Grizzly Adam. Yeah. I that was I got that nickname back when we both worked at the uh skating rink, mm-hmm. our local skating rink, and I first graduated high school and one of the high school I went to was uh Catholic, Catholic school. high school mm-hmm. and they made you shave all the time. Right. So you couldn't have I think if you, you were senior if you were senior Seniors. you could have a mustache. Right. And Seniors. I'm like, I'm not fucking having no porn stash when I'm in a Dude, I would have rocked it so that. hard. No. no. So right when I graduated high school I talked about this before. I let I just let go. I let my hair go. I didn't get a haircut for months. I didn't shave for months. Problem is, I was young and my beard came in like an Amish beard on the sides a lot, a little thin in the chin and everything like that. So I got the phrase Grizzly Adams nicknamed for me. It was great times. And then I learned how to actually shave and trim and do all that other you can nonsense. have a long beard and long hair and not look like a homeless person but i, I kind of yeah. look like a homeless person <laughs> yeah a little bit a little bit it's long in the chin it's long in the goatee area i, sh- I trim up on the sides yeah. a little bit but it's long in the- i'm waiting for the no mask order to go and then i'm gonna go to like a barber shop and be like i just want you to trim up the beard just just don't shave it just even it out and then i'm gonna have one of those baller fucking beards just you wait scott you should get like the lightning bolt cut into the side of like, you <laughs> should get a fade in your I've, beard i've looked in the mirror and i've thought about just shaving the sides and go full goatee but goatee this long yeah. like i've thought about that but i don't think that would look you'd really long. look like the white weekend then i would absolutely 100 <laughs> percent. okay so normally in this uh time of the show uh we would talk about mandalorian but mandalorian's over it's mm. done with but Dun, 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 dun. There's another show we can talk about. Oh yeah, there's a new show that I've oh. been watching. You've been watching a little bit. Uh-huh. Wandavision. Wandavision. It has yes. come out on Disney Plus. Yeah, and I've watched all three episodes that they've done so far. I've done all three, and I just watched a new one last night. I watched the first two. I'm not. I haven't watched the latest one out. I suck. I mm-hmm. didn't know we were doing this. Let me tell you. But here's the thing. That's fine because I got to rewatch the third one because last night I was very high and drunk when I watched it. Okay. So I remember bits and pieces from it, but I got to rewatch it again. But the first two, locked in. This I, I head. watched the first two. Yes. <laughs> um. What What do you think of it so far? Um. It's different. It's very, very, very. different. So I have some theories. I, I don't know if I'm correct or not, but it's uh, the first the, the first episode. That, first of all, both episodes were in black and white, and they were shot like an old fifties, sixties. It, it's kind of what they're. It's kind of what they're doing. Like first, I think the H episode is going to be a different style of TV because, like, the first episode was very Dick Van Dyke. Oh, see, I thought it was I Love Lucy. I love Lucy Dickman. They I thought inter- it was I love Lucy. Interchang- yeah. Interchangeable. Very Dickman. Like, the I love Lucy. The scene with Wanda and the next door neighbor yeah. was was Lucy and Ethel. Yeah. Like 280. Absolutely. Pretty much, yeah. yes. Episode 2 was more bewitched, I think. Very, very much bewitched. Very much more bewitched. Very much one. bewitched, yes. Episode 3, I'm not, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but you've seen the thing it's in color now because you saw it at the end of episode 2. It's very much more... Um, Happy day. A okay. Little, happy little, days. Like a little happy days. Maybe Laverne and Shirley kinda 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 bit like okay. a little bit there. Still kind of the same motif, but you know, it's it feels like that a little bit. So maybe a little Brady Bunch thrown in there. I don't know. But <clears throat> Yeah, you're right. It's it's black and white for the first couple episodes. So So what happens is basically it's Wanda, Wand who's Scarlet Witch from the yeah. Marvel Uni- Marvel Cinematic Universe, and the Vision, who is also from the Avengers, and it starts with them just living a life like you saw in those old sitcoms. 
and you don't really you don't really understand what's going on. Yeah. Like for the first two episodes, you don't know what's going on. I have a theory, like I said. For the but... first three episodes, you don't know what's going okay. on. Okay. Um Yeah, it's it's very different from the classic comic book tropes, the superhero thing. Yeah, there's a little Easter eggs about uh like the radio, there was a voice on the radio in the first episode. Yeah. There was a guy climbing out of the manhole at the end of the second episode. That, that's from the organization AIM, A-I-M. Because uh, I, I looked it up because I was like, who's the dude in the beekeeper? Is that somebody important? It's apparently the organ. I think they, they're alluding to the organization. I think that's the organization that gave her the powers in the first place. I can't oh. remember. I can't. I'll have to double check. I could be completely wrong. Wasn't it Hydra that gave her the powers? Then I, I'm trying to remember who AIM was. AIM was somebody in the Marvel Universe. I'm trying to remember who they were. That's that's the symbol AIM. that you see all the time. You see, like, the sword and the circle. Well, that's sword. Like that. Yeah. Sword <clears throat> is what happened. Shield becomes sword. But they're alluded, uh, from what I looked up online... Um, okay. Like the just the beekeeper outfit himself, because when that beekeeper came out of the sewer, mm-hmm. I was like, "Is that somebody I should know from the comic books?" And when I looked up, they're like, "Oh, that's you know typical aim dress. A lot of aim uh, like employees and shit like that, and operatives like wear that kind of outfit for like biological purposes or whatever the fuck." Okay. So um, I don't know who aim is. I don't. Either. I really don't know. Um, but that's kind of what I think they said that they're alluding to because that organization. When, because we saw how Hydra infiltrated shield hydra infiltrated shield so shield didn't exist anymore yeah and they became sword so that's what you see that logo um maybe then maybe then there's two different maybe there's aim and sword involved in it okay maybe it could it could be that i just know what i read online um i i enjoyed it because when i started watching it the first couple episodes reminded me it took me back so when I was a kid, I would go to my great-grandmother's house and we'd watch all those old TV shows mm-hmm. like Bewitched and shit like that. So it kind of took me back to that a little bit and I thought it was enjoyable. What I love about it, and here's my theory um, that I'm going to get into in a second. What I love about it is the each episode plays like those old-timey sitcom things. But every now and then, one time in the first episode it did this and a couple times in the second episode we saw it, it reality seems to bleed through into this world. Into this right. world that Wanda has created. Every now and then, it it, it goes from the happy go lucky old timey stuff to like, oh shit, it's real. Shit's really happening. We saw it at the end of the first episode when the uh, Vision's boss started choking, mm-hmm. and he she he was choking on like a sausage or some shit like that. And um, the his wife, who was played by the lady who played Kitty in that seventy show, I love her a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, was basically like doing the ha 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 oh stop at you and she kept repeating that over and over again but at one point she looks at wanda and she says ha, stop it Ha-ha, stop it and she's telling wanda to stop it and then there's other things that happened in uh episode two that kind of alluded to this so i my theory is at first i thought the show was going to be wanda creates a universe like a universe bubble where she lives mm-hmm. in what i think it actually is is wanda has taken over a small town and she has created like an energy bubble around the small oh. town. And she's taking these people that lived in this town and forcing them to play this, these roles. Because you see that every you see that uh, occasionally like in uh, episode two and stuff like that. Like some weird things going on where people are trying to like remember certain things. They're not like characters she created. It's almost like they're characters she brainwashed. 
like with the kitty, like with um, I can't remember the actress's name, but the person who played Kitty in that '70s show, like she, like I said, she was staring at Wanda, telling her to stop it, like stop it, stop it, stop it, and that was reality in her remembering right. things bleeding right. through. That's kind of what I think. Of. Okay, okay, uh, and that 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 could be in the second episode, the uh, the only black girl who was in that group of when they were doing yeah. the talent show and stuff. That's the she's from Captain Marvel. She's the one who was Carol's friend. Yeah. So she's there. And it's like, how how is she there? And how is she this different person? Does Wanda know her and like subconsciously make her? And if that's the case, then why didn't she make other people we know in this universe? I'm not going to spoil it, but wait till episode three. Okay. I'm not going to spoil oh, it. Fuck. I'm not gonna spoil. It. Wait till okay. episode three. Okay, okay. so I, I, find, I, I, reco- some, I recognized find, her right away. You do find something very important about her. Uh, like that's she's from Captain Marvel. Who? Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, uh, the voice on the radio. <clears throat> Who's doing this to you, Wanda? Who's making you do this, Wanda? It's, it sounded like Steve Rogers, kind of a little bit, but I don't know if it is. I don't because think it is. I don't when think does this is. take place? I'm assuming it takes place after Avengers Endgame. After Endgame, it has to. Like it has to take place after that. It could because because she's. I imagine that she is so distraught and so upset over the Vision dying after uh, Infinity War <laughs> that now that everything's done and everything's back to normal and Thanos is defeated, that she just goes off and goes fucking nuts and she has to like solve her loneliness and her. Uh, uh, need for vision in this way of like because she's an incredibly powerful individual. She, she yes, she almost beat. We saw she almost beat Thanos in Endgame. She single handedly. So she in in the, the comic in the, the Hulk comics, couldn't even do that in the comics. <clears throat> she was actually an X Man. Yeah, she well, she was she wasn't an X Man. She was uh, in the X Men. She was a member of the brother brotherhood. Right. She, she was never a part of the. She X-Men. was from the X Men universe. Yes, we'll just put yes. it that way. She's actually in the comics a daughter of Magneto. Yeah, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are Magneto's children. Um, that wasn't written that way for the MCU because at the time they didn't have the rights to X Men. They do now, so they could have gone back and changed that. But they yeah. are—they already have the story arc of where Hydra had them in the cells well, and created there, them. There is, there is. I, I talked to uh, this guy that I talk to sometimes at work mm-hmm. uh, about the stuff, and. I can't remember what he said, but he. I wish I could remember exactly what he said. But he said that there's there's something that he saw that there looks like it looks like because he reads a lot of comics, mm-hmm. and he said it looks like they're going basically alluding to rewriting the entire universe, mm-hmm. kind of the same way that like Flashpoint from the DC rewrote mm-hmm. everything and characters that were dead are back alive and yada yada and this that and the other thing. So he said that it seems like there's a storyline like that has to do with like Spider Man and the multiverse and it's Doctor going Strange to. stuff like that that time can be rewritten and that and he said that that might be the way that they're going to bring the x-men into it something is going to happen that rewrites the past and then it turns out wait the x-men were there the whole time in this new alternate timeline and that could be a way that they could finagle that in there or something. at the i hope not because that's no too no convoluted at but. the d23 <laughs> investors meeting that happened several months ago now um for disney kevin feigl is that his name foggy Fe- 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 he gave a a talk and he basically said that he said Wanda vision is going to be so important. Like we are, we can't stress this enough. Yes. It's on Disney plus. It's not a movie, 
but we still need people to watch this series on Disney Plus because the what happens next in the MCU movie universe is going to be directly affected by this show. So, uh, Multiverse of Madness, which is coming out, which is yeah. the next the next Doctor Strange movie, um, the Spider Man they're calling it Spider Man Three right now, which is the, the multiverse. multiverse Spider Man that has an effect on this. And this will then lead us to how the Fantastic Four and the X-Men are going to be dragged into this universe, too. But it all starts here, which is kind of crazy to think about because it's a fun little comedy show that is such big implications down the road. I feel like I feel like if they did something like that, that rewrote the timeline and rewrote the past... I feel like I would almost not like that because then it would make maybe they won't. It would make yeah. Iron Man sacrifice and Captain America sacrifice that emotional thing that you get in the movie almost worthless because then they just rewrite that whole thing and then and then that gives them the opportunity to bring back Iron Man and Captain America whenever uh, those two actors need paychecks. So, what do I always say about comic books? Nobody ever really dies. Nobody ever really dies. There's reincarnation. There's time travel, and there's alternate universes. Those three things alone, nobody's ever really dead. Yeah. But, uh... Either I, way, I, it's a good show. My theory, and, and my theory is what you said that you're kind of straying away from now. Maybe I'll stray away from it when I watch episode three. I think it's more of Scarlet Witch is just so powerful. In the comics, she was arguably the most powerful mutant. Yeah. Next to, like... Legion, who yeah. was who was the most powerful, who was Charles Xavier's son, and she was Magneto's son. So it's like daughter. She was Magneto's daughter. Did I say son? Yeah, you did say son. So gender doesn't matter. Gender doesn't matter. Anyway, she was the daughter of Magneto. So it's just funny that they were like the two most powerful yeah. mutants. And imagine if they hooked up and bang. What kind of powerful would, mutant that would create? The world would implode. <laughs> but. At any rate, there was just, she's just so powerful. Maybe even more powerful than Captain Marvel. I mean, probably. Well, yeah, kind of. Because it's like I said, she almost single-handedly took out Thanos. In, and granted, Captain Marvel did go toe-to-toe with Thanos in the movie, too. But yeah. she did get knocked back with the Power Stone. Or whatever. Only with the Infinity Stone. Yeah, with the He didn't Infinity have the Stone. Infinity Stones with him. She would have been in trouble. Right. He'd have been in trouble, yeah. Yeah, if he had the Infinity Stone, she would have been in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, she, uh, Wanda, anyway, has so much power that her being distraught over losing Vision, who she was in love with, she could create this universe where she lives happily with him. And what she uses to build this universe, maybe she was a fan like we were. Maybe she watched I Love Lucy and The Dick Van Dyke Show and Bewitched and... I Dream of Jeannie. Maybe she watched all those as yeah. a kid like we did and wanted to be in that. And that's what she's created for herself. I want you to watch episode three because I have a feeling, and you'll have to report back next week, I have a feeling it might change your opinion. A Maybe. I, I, yeah. I feel like, I feel like that'll well, be the episode. Well, next week we will talk more about it. Here's something else. Where's her accent? Yeah, my mother said the same thing. Like, because what happened in to her accent? This, in this universe, she wants to be American. Yeah. I, that's what I think it is. I think I, I said it's either one of two things. It's either she's been in America with the Avengers for so long that she slowly lost her accent over time, or it's because she's doing this thing, this 
whatever power thing, creating universe or altering universe or whatever in this TV show enough that it's altered her accent itself. And maybe if it's it's done with, she'll return to her old accent. I think so. I think by the end, if you see her get out of this bubble, as you call it, and she gets back into the real world, maybe there's a cameo by some of the other Avengers. Like, are you okay? Like, and she speaks with the accent. She, where was she? She was from Wachovia. Was she? Sokovia. She was from Sokovia. Sokovia, yeah. Okay, the Sokovian accent. Yeah, which was Eastern Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Very European. So it's a good show. I do like it so far. I, I am enjoying it a lot. I can't wait for the next episode. All right, so it is time. To get into everybody's new favorite segment, which is not new anymore. I guess it's oldie now at this point. Course of Cinema, Scott. Course of Cinema, Going yes. to Course of Cinema. You uh, had me watch a movie called Seven Samurai. I'm saying Seven Samurai because you told me at the time it's The Seven Samurai. And when I went on HBO and looked up The Seven Samurai, it said it didn't exist. And I was like, what the fuck? Did they take it off HBO already? Like, I thought it was like a Netflix thing. And I was like, wait a minute. Let me look up Seven first. So it's just Seven Samurai because the HBO app isn't smart enough to realize, oh, they mean Seven, not The Seven. My mistake. It was... Uh, no, I blame HBO for that because their apps... It was uh, a loss It was bit. a loss in translation from the original Japanese. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so Seven Samurai was mine. It is a 1956 mm. uh, watch. And I gave you The Outlaw King mm. on Netflix. Um, so I don't remember who went first last time. I did, so you go first. I go first this time? Okay. So, Scott. Yes. I'm going to say one thing about this move before I actually get into the review, and I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you a favor. I'm going to ask a favor of you. Can you please never give me another three and a half hour fucking movie again? Holy shit. This movie is almost four hours long, Scott. There was, Why? An, there was an intermission, Adam. Oh, God, yeah, for t- three minutes, sure. Well, there's an intermission. Three, I, I looked, I saw, I found the movie, I was like, oh, there it is, oh, that looks cool, a Japanese samurai movie, and then I looked, the runtime is three hours and 29 minutes, three and a half hours long. What is this fucking movie <laughs> that has to be three and a half? First of all, it's a good movie. I like it, it is right? a good it's movie. Good. It's a very good movie. There's a lot they could pull out of this fucking movie sure. to clip that runtime down. Absolutely. There's a lot of nonsense that does not need to be in this fucking movie. I'm right. just going to say that right, right now. <laughs> um, you got to think about the cultural implications. I don't give a shit about the no, cultural no, no, no. implications. Listen, listen, I think there's a lot that might have been more relevant in Japanese culture than than us Americans, us white <laughs> Americans sitting here being like, they didn't need to fucking do... They could have cut that part out. They could have cut... They could have shortened that. And we think, yeah, they could have. But maybe the significance of that to the Japanese is like, no, that's important because... I don't know. There was a scene with one of my favorite characters where he decides to start cutting barley from the fields uh, for this one woman so she would have sexual relations with him later in the day. I don't think that needs to be in the fucking movie. I think they could have cut that out and been just fine. Cultural significance, my ass. It was character Scott. building of that guy, who was also one of my favorites, too. <laughs> he is probably the best character. Kikcho or something like that, I can't remember. Forget names. Forget, names. forget names. I don't, I don't know any of the fucking forget names. names. Forget them. Um, I will say this. They spent a lot of fucking money on bald caps in this fucking uh, movie. A lot of money. There's some blatant bald caps in this. Every fucking male character has the Friar Tuck 
thing going on where the entire middle of their head is bald, but the sides have hair. But they're, it's, re- it's really long hair on the sides. It looks horrible. It looks fucking terrible. They, because, again, the cultural significance of this. I get for samurai. Samurais have the top knot. But the farmers had it too. They're ronin. They're ronin. So they have to remove that top knot now. The farmers had it too, Scott. The farmers did it too. Just saying. The farmers, I think, had male pattern baldness. <laughs> That's what I think they had. Okay, so there's, there's something I don't get in this movie. There's one thing that really bugged me. There's, and I don't get Maybe you can explain it to me. So the main character... I'm not going to say the main character. One of the first characters we meet who is the, the guy that... Who puts the team together? He basically... He goes to the village, the other village, to put the team together. He's the one that had the, the big... The worst... Pa- I think the worst case of baldness of all of them, mm-hmm. I think. He looked terrible in it. I would have shaved... One of the older Sam, the older ones. No, 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 no. Not, not the samurai. The farmer. One of the oh, farmers. Oh, 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 like oh, one oh, of the oh. farmers. He was the one that had the wife who he wasn't telling. Was like he, he was. He's pissed off the entire movie, and they didn't know why until he they went to attack the fort. I got things to say about that fucking fort by the the fort attack. But anyway, he went to, with them to go attack the fort, and he found his wife there because his wife had been taken. He wouldn't. He refused yes. to tell him why the fuck. And I have a guess for why this is, but maybe you know the answer. Why the fuck is it when that whenever he ran up to his wife, uh-huh. she ran back into the burning building? He must have had a, like a baby dick or something. She wanted rid of him. I don't know. That's fucked up. Yeah, it was I don't get that. Up. My The only guess I can see, and it, it plays a lot in this movie, is maybe she felt shamed because she was raped by other guys. Would be my guess. Maybe somehow that is. Yeah, I don't know. Like that. That could be the only. Was she kidnapped by the bandits, or did she go with them willingly? I'm assuming she was kidnapped. Okay. Because he wanted. Because he was seeking revenge on the bandits, not her. Otherwise, she he would have ran her through. Where when she saw right when he saw her. Right. That was my assumption. Um, Like I said, I'm exhausted (laughs) after this fucking movie. The beginning sucks. The beginning it's is slow. shit. It's slow. The beginning is shit. Yeah. But when they started pulling the team together, I was like, all right, here we go. All right, this is some stuff right here. I did miss some of the movie because I was eating dinner while I was doing it. And it's okay. three and a half hours is a long ass time to be reading anything. a fucking movie. Did you see the fight scenes when they were defending the yeah, city? Yeah, I did. That's fucking awesome. <clears throat> okay, get back to the fort, though. Okay. I don't understand why they attacked the fort the way they did. I, they, they killed like two people. They killed all of two fucking people, and they lost one of the samurais to, by the way, confused me as fuck, when I heard the gunshot, I was like, okay, I get it, 16th century, but they have fucking guns? Like, do the bandits have guns? And then they started talking about, oh, they got three muskets, I was like, oh, okay, well, thanks for telling me afterwards, I was confused as fuck why he got yeah, shot. Yeah, they, they, guns existed, I mean... Yeah, they, they know they existed, but I didn't yeah. know they had fucking guns. They and, were just a rare commodity. Yeah, they okay, were so rare. They, I found out they had three muskets. They had three. Three muskets. Not the samurai. The bandits had bandits. three, yes. First of all, this this movie takes place in an era that I love. I love... Feudal Japan. I love feudal Japan. Mm-hmm. Samurai, I fucking do too. Play. I love I it so much. I fucking love it. I have a game that I bought on sale over this past Christmas that I have not had a chance to play yet, and I, I want to play it so badly. It's called Ghost of Tsushima, and it's all about you play a feudal samurai. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, very, it's very beautifully done, and I can't wait to play it, but I love... Samurai and feudal Japan. I love it so much. So this this kind of got so to this me. this is a story that you could get behind if it wasn't so drawn out. It, yes, it is. Hundred okay. percent. I would love it if it wasn't so drawn out. It's good. I still do like it. Um, 
the there are three characters in this movie that I'm gonna say are the only ones I really paid attention to. It's the main samurai, the dude that put the team together yes. for us, the old samurai, yes. the old Ronin, the the, he the was wandering the one, the wandering samurai. You call him, I guess. Um, I'd say he's probably the leader. Yes, yeah. yeah, very much so. He's he's the elder of the whole group. Um, there's the disciple who wanted to be the disciple of the Ronin, who ended up coming with them, and then there's the person who wanted to dick wet every single day. <laughs> Those are the best characters in the whole fucking yeah. movie. Best character, especially the dude that wanted to get his dick wet. Yeah, was, I love this. There's a scene a where nut. where he tells uh, the scared old man to watch my post. And he goes running off into the woods, and he finds like the group, the, like some of the the bandit hideout, like where they're hiding in the woods. And he goes and he like puts on like the bandit gear from like one of the kids. Bandits got executed. He pulls an Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and he sits next to the bandit and he's talking to him and stuff like that. And also you see him pull out his big, his big fucking, his huge samurai sword, and he just looks at him smiling and stuff like that. And the bandit's like holy shit what the fuck and he stabs him and it's one of the musket men luckily so he takes the musket back i was like that's some good fucking that's some good cinema right there that's some good movie shit right there so the whole plot of the movie is if you've seen like any like westerns where it's very very westerns rip this off it is it's very much like magnificent seven or something mm-hmm. like that where they got to find they got to find the good warriors to come to this town that's being raided by they bandits. put a team together yeah and they, the bandits, oceans 11 yeah. put a team together and the heroes have to teach the town how to fight back basically is what it is and so they go back and they and it's it's a lot of joking stuff and stuff like that it's a lot of insulting and things like that going on and what's what's really interesting i thought was there are three main fights throughout this entire thing. There's the initial attack, there's a middle attack that happens like in the rain, and then there's like one final attack where the bandits make the last stand where they're going to take this village. There are about 20 to 30 bandits. Yeah. About 30 bandits, 30, I think I is think what it, it is. I think it's 30 bandits. There are 500 fucking people in this village. Yes, but they're farmers. There are 500 people. When they first came, when in the 50 beginning... 50 midgets are the- one lion. <laughs> I think we said okay. the I think we said the fifty midgets won, okay. Scott. So you lose a lot of them, but I think they won. There are thirty bandits. Granted, they're mo- almost all of them are on horseback, but there are thirty bandits, and there's about five hundred fucking people in this goddamn village. Like when the beginning of the movie, when the samurai first get there, they're all hiding out, and then the dude we both love once gets dick wet, hits, sounds the alarm that said that's the bandits coming just to trick everybody to come out, yeah. and swarms of fucking people biggest village I've ever fucking seen come out and shit like that I'm like how the fuck have you not beat these guys you what 500 farmers versus 30 bandits 500 farmers so they decide to go get 7 samurai (laughs) so now there's 507 versus 30 here's my point I'm getting to the third battle the main the third battle ended all there are 13 bandits left and I think the village lost like ten people, maybe not even that. Uh, they lost four of the seven samurai. They right? lost no, no, no. At this point, they lost two or three samurai. They do lose a couple more at the final I think battle. Three lived, right? Three total lived. Three total yes, three lived. total lived. The the old man, the second one to come in the group was like his right hand man, which he like, had fought with in the same. <clears throat> they fought for a a, a dynasty. When they were still samurai, yeah. now they're Ronin, and then so the, they knew each other from before. And the disciple, the apprentice, and the, the youngest yes. one, yeah. So they Those are the ones who survived, 
And the, but at the time of this final battle, there's at least five samurai, four or five samurai left. Yeah. And 450 villagers left. There's no stakes to this battle because it's literally 13 bandits. I was counting them off as they were killing them. I was like, well, they, 13 left. There's one down. We got 12 left. There's they, another one down. They got 11 left. Like but the main samurai kept a Joe Bob Briggs style running tally. Yeah. Of how many were taken. Yeah. And when he, that's how they knew. That's how you knew how many bandits were left. Yeah. That, that's how they knew yeah. how many. And that's fine. And I get the bandits were on horseback, but if you're those 13 bandits and the leaders left, you're like. I gotta go with some more men before I do this shit again. In war, a cavalry will defeat an infantry not that if has they have three times as many. Not people. if they have spears, though. It won't happen if they have spears. Spears are the deciding factor. I know this because I play a lot of strategy games. A lot of strategy games are if you are mounted, you'll defeat a melee infantry unless that melee infantry has spears or halberds because they have larger reach and they can stab out. That's the deciding factor. And that's the reason why they lost. They're on mounted infantry, but all the villagers have bamboo spears and shit like that. Like, they do. They're smart. Exactly. Would they have done that without the samurai, though? Would they have been smart enough to figure that out? I don't think out? it would have taken a genius to figure that out. I think, if, if anything, they're all dumb, apparently, if they didn't figure out how to be like, hey, there's 30 fucking bandits. Okay, they got three muskets. That's fine. But, you know, we, got, we can make some bamboo spears and shit like that. I don't know. It's, it's just me. It, the last battle had no stakes, in my opinion. I think I think the samurai that died in the last battle must have sucked, apparently, because what the fuck are you doing? And it sucks because our favorite guy died in that battle. Granted, I will say he it died in the most fault. badass fucking way because he went to go save the women that were in the the house, the hut, and he got shot on the way with a bullet in his gut. He goes and he fucking stabs the leader of them and kills him as he dies. I'm like... That's a badass dude right there. Saw a lot of his ass in this fucking movie, by the way. A lot yeah, of his lot, ass in that of, movie. A lot of mare, bear male ass. Yeah. So, but uh, <clears throat> season one of Mandalorian. I I had seen this movie. I, I actually rewatched it because I wanted to talk about it today. Yeah. I rewatched it before I went to Mexico. But I watched this movie a long time ago. When I was watching season one of Mandalorian, the episode with the... Uh, the Imperial Walker or the ATST yeah, the, in the woods where they're in that village. It's a that's rip-off. this movie. It is literally that. That's movie. this movie a remake shot for shot. That's basically. this movie, but three and a half hours long. Right. <laughs> right. I remember when I watched that. I'm like, this is fucking Seven Samurai. Like this is great. And then that funny song we like, which I'll post a link to it on our social media, they mention it. And I'm like, I fucking knew that. I saw that too. <laughs> and that's why I wanted you to see it because it's... You're, you, are, you are right and you've said it for a long time that Westerns have definitely ripped off old samurai movies mm-hmm. a lot. Because Magnificent Seven is this fucking movie yeah, too. Magnificent if Seven you've seen Magnificent movie. Seven, it's this fucking movie yes, is what yes. it is. <clears throat> Just with swords and not, you know, The greatest guns. trick the devil ever pulled is convincing people that there ever was originality. Yeah. There's, Everything's there's, been there's no originality anymore. It is fun, though. I, I love, like I said, I love this. It's my favorite, is my favorite culture. The samurai. I like the feudal Japan culture. Without a doubt. Of all the, and here's the thing. I like ancient Greece and Roman and stuff like that, but it doesn't put a, it doesn't even meet up to feudal Japan. I'm not going to give you any more for a course of cinema. But you uh, give me more. Hid, just, hid, just don't be let it be three plus hours long. Hid, hid, a lot of them are <laughs> Hidden Fortress and Yojimbo and 
There was one other one that I really like. Uh, Forbidden Forbidden Fury, I think it is. Those are ones you need to check out. There's They're a, good. They're good. It's good. So that's what I thought. All Outlaw right. King, Scott. Oh, another Out, another another ancient movie. Another yeah. movie set in the ancient times. Outlaw King. Okay, so there's two movies that I love. Two movies that I love that this kind of reminded me of bits and pieces of either of them. The first one's kind of obvious. The second one's a little bit of a stretch. But the first movie is Mel Gibson's Braveheart. There's references to the This character. movie reminded me of that one, definitely. I, I, love, I love Braveheart. The other movie is Kevin Costner's Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I get it. I this get it. movie reminded me of that movie as well. And I love that movie. Like it, so, I, I enjoyed this. Couple things. Couple things I want to bring up. This movie basically picks up where Braveheart left off. Essentially, yeah. Which is kind of cool because I always wondered. It's like, not. By the, it's not a sequel to Braveheart. It's not. It picks up where the where the William this, Wallace story. I mean, take. This is a true story in history. Yeah, but like, Mel Gibson's Braveheart was not how it actually happened. I understand. So that's what, I, that's what I'm trying people, to say. And I love Mel Gibson's Braveheart, but I understand that there's a lot of historians that take offense to that movie because it's not very historically accurate. And one of the things that most people are pissed off about from the movie Braveheart is um, Robert the Bruce's portrayal in that movie. Yeah. Because he is like the hero of Scotland and culture. He's their fucking Abraham Lincoln. And he was portrayed as a villain in Braveheart. And William Wallace was the hero. And you saw in that scene toward the end of Braveheart where... Freedom! Well, before that, before that, how he gets caught and how he gets fucking screwed is because Robert the Bruce betrays him not not gonna lie i've never actually seen braveheart all the way through i've only seen Are bits you fucking i've only serious? ever seen bits and pieces here's why oh. because because i didn't care about it in my early life and then when i got interested in it later mel gibson i found it was an anti-semite oh mel like, gibson's a fuck and i was boy. like i don't want to watch mm. it now because i don't like mel gibson mel gibson's so. a huge fuck boy but i still love lethal weapon i've seen i've seen I like this. i said i've seen scenes of the movie never seen it all the way through okay well you should watch it because it's fucking great maybe i'll give it to you but i don't know so <laughs> and, and, anyway anyway i digress so there's a scene in the movie and it's like there's multiple battle scenes this final battle scene is where, you know, the the English and the Scots are fighting in a field, and instantly half of the Scots leave, and it's it's like a different clan screws the other clan over. Yeah. So they're like horrifically outnumbered, and they get butchered. And then there's one scene where William Wallace, Mel Gibson's character, is fighting, and he knocks a guy off his horse, and he goes to kill him. The helmet falls off. It's Robert the Bruce. He's actually fighting for the English. Never fucking happened. <laughs> he never fucking did that. But what he did do, and what they did talk about this in this movie, and it wasn't so much Robert the Bruce, it was his father, who was played by the guy who was in Braveheart, who was like Mel Gibson's right-hand man. He fought for the Scot. He plays Robert the Bruce's father, who's the Lord, Lord Bruce. Yeah. Um... He dies in this movie too, so which makes Robert the Bruce the new the, in charge. But it was his it was his father's call not to go to this final battle, 
and help William Wallace. So they didn't show up. But they didn't join the other team. Yeah. Like that that would be like like I said, Abraham Lincoln deciding, oh, you know, the Battle of Antietam, I'll go fight with the Confederates. No, it doesn't fucking happen. Like, that was a big thing that people were mad about. So this movie picks up kind of at the end. William Wallace is dead. It looks like England has defeated the, the Scottish Rebellion. But uh, once when Robert the Bruce's uh, father dies and he kills the other guy in the church and he becomes the king of the Scots. And he leads a second rebellion, which is far more successful because he's able to unite better, which is the one thing that William Wallace was never able to do. And you see that in the movie Braveheart. Yeah. He goes and he, and he ends up killing some of which, again, never happened in real life. But, but from what I understand, uh, historians are more happy with this movie. <clears throat> with uh, I feel like these days people when people try I to make these kind of movies... They try to make them as historically accurate as possible. Outlaw King, from what I understand, I wasn't there, but from what I hear, is much more historically accurate than Braveheart. But still very good. So Chris Pine plays love, Robert love the Bruce. Chris Pine. Love him. His accent is fucking terrible. Oh yeah, it is. So Isn't Chris Pine English? No, he's American, isn't he? I thought he was English. Oh shit. I'll, I'll look it up. You keep talking about it. Google me, Chuck. <laughs> okay. Well, he speaks with an English accent in this movie. He shouldn't. He should have a Scottish accent. That's my argument. Um, Mel Gibson, of course, is American. I know that. And He's American. Okay. He's right. American. I thought so. I thought so. so. I was wrong. Well, Mel Gibson, is, Mel Gibson is American. And he does a terrible Scottish accent in Braveheart. Mel Gibson's accent is awful. But at least he is attempting a Scottish accent. Very different than the proper British. You know, Scottish, they talk very like... You know, uh, that's a horrible rendition. I'm not an actor. Yeah. yeah. I'm not an actor. But you know what I'm trying to say here. Yeah, I, I know what you're trying to so, say. So, Chris Pine... And, and we'll go to Robin Hood because Kevin Costner, he didn't even bother trying a fucking accent. He speaks with, like, a Midwestern American accent in that movie. Like, his... He didn't even try. Oh, yeah. He didn't even try. At least Mel Gibson attempted a Scottish accent. Chris Pine, on the other hand, he speaks with a terrible British accent in this movie. I keep thinking to myself, why is he speaking with a British accent? He should be a Scottish accent. The people around him are speaking with Scottish accents. He must have just not been able to do one. Probably not. No. So that that was something that bothered me. His accent was just driving. He's coming off, you know, Wonder Woman and Star Trek. So, you know, he's the hot actor right now. I like so him. I like him a lot. Um, yeah, he's... Who's your favorite Chris? So, Evans, Hemworth, Pine, or Pratt? <laughs> so we, okay, so... I know the worst Chris. You think you know the worst? Chris. I know the worst, Chris. Of all the Chris, I guess he would be the worst. Chris. He's I know the worst. Chris. I don't think he's that bad. You have a you have a lowered opinion. You, you're you're skewed a little bit. I think you're skewed a little bit. But I like his movies. I think I, like Hem, his TV I think shows. my favorite is Hemsworth. My favorite is probably Hemsworth. My favorite is Hemsworth too. <laughs> yes, and let me guess, you're talking about the worst Chris is Chris Pratt. Right? Chris Pratt's the worst Chris. Did you? Yeah, but he's also kind of funny. Let's though. power rank the Chris. Here's the problem though. Chris Pratt's funny though. That's the problem. Is he's funny? Okay. Like, did you ever see... Okay, this has been on TikTok a lot. We talked about TikTok before. You ever see the blooper where Chris Pratt's talking about uh, Kim Kardashian? 
Yes, from uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah, that's I love fucking, Parks that's and fucking Rec. Hilarious. That's I fu- love Parks. And- but that, that's a hilarious blooper. He just ad libbed that, and that's fucking hilarious. That wasn't in the script. He ad libbed it. And- Best comeback story. <laughs> yeah, cool. well, like Kim Kardashian. Well, you know, I think she, I think she did get a lot of cum on her back in that video. So, <laughs> come on, no, that's no. fucking hilarious. It's funny. It's, I'm not saying he's not a good actor. I love him as Star Lord, but but he it, is funny by himself. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying okay. So being the worst Chris doesn't make you like ranked low. Power ranking the Chris. I don't know. Power I, rank your Chris's. Hemsworth one. Yes. Evans two. Yes. Pine three. Yes. Pratt four. That's my Chris ranking. I would probably agree with you. Okay. Interchange Pine and Pratt every now and then, but yeah, I'd probably okay. agree with you on that one too. Yes, it's hard to really beat Chris Evans. He's a fucking saint. The guy's a saint, right? He's he's Johnny Depp level saint. And when it comes to like charity, and that's when my it comes argument to, with Pratt. When it comes to like charities and kids and things like that, he's Johnny level Depp because Johnny level Johnny Johnny Depp. If you regardless of what you think of him. He, when it comes to charities and Absolutely. children and things like that, he's a fucking saint. So, if we're ranking Johnny's, he's near the top for me. Yeah, Manzel's toward the bottom, but that's okay. neither, that's neither here nor there. So, yeah, uh, I like me some Chris Evans, I do, but I want to talk about who stole the show, who stole this movie. I don't know her name. I don't know anything else she's in. You might have to pull up the Internet Movie I'm Database. I'm hitting IMDb right now. The his his wife, the Queen. So in the movie, his first wife had died during childbirth, and he had a daughter, and he marries this girl who is significantly Rebecca Robin. Rebecca Robin. Okay, she played Queen Margaret of England. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Brunette. Yes. Yeah. Rebecca Robin. Fucking gorgeous. I'm gonna see what I'm gonna see what else she's in. She was smoking hot. She has literally two entries in IMDb. Two. Really? Outlaw King is first. Okay. She is in a 2020 10-minute fucking video called Signs and Gestures. Oh, my God. That means she it's needs a, to be... She's she literally done be, nothing, basically, is what so, I'm saying, besides this. So she was incredible in it. How has she not been in more things? I don't know. Hollywood, if you're listening, cast her. Because she was fantastic. First of all, she's beautiful. She's absolutely gorgeous. And I think you've said that. Yes. Yeah, I can't say it, and I can't stress it enough. She was so much younger than him, right. and so much younger. But that's how it went in those days. So I understand. Fun. And historically, I looked it up. It's accurate. So, but she comes off so wonderful. Remember when the, when the soldiers come to the town? And it's try been to, a while since I've seen the movie. I'm just gonna tell the you. The right soldiers now. come to this town and they try to like steal these kids to join the army, and she's the one who steps in yeah. front of them. She's just like the queen for the people. She's beloved. She's captured. She never gives him up. She is just she is incredible. Like her character is so strong and powerful the whole time. I love her. I love her so much. Call me. <laughs> make sure your wife's and not a, make sure your wife's not at home when she calls. And there's you. a sex scene. And there's a sex scene. Yes. Which is fantastic. Yes. So you like the movie then? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I I thought it was fun. Um boy, I tell you what, one thing that bothered me, they really portray this is accurate. They portrayed the English as being just these horrible, horrible people that are they were that are just treating the Scottish people horribly. Like like because they, oh, they, they did. They did. Because they, they did, right. Yeah. But one thing you got from Braveheart that you didn't get from this 
is the whole like revenge boner. Like think about the scene and you said you haven't seen Braveheart. The scene where William Wallace's wife is like raped and murdered. So he fucking finds that guy who did it, who's like some English lord, and fucking murders him in some awesome way and burns the castle down with like all the soldiers in it. Like, it's fucking awesome. For the longest time on this movie, the Scottish are getting their asses kicked. Yeah, they are getting Like, they're up losing every single and right. battle. And I'm like, okay, the bad guys are always winning. It's like I, Game of Thrones in yeah, here. What like, I don't want to see... I want to see these fucking dickheads get their comeuppance. And it's just not happening. Well, at the end, the final battle is a good tide-turning. It know, is. And then it ends, and that's whatever. But I wanted to see more fucking... Hand to hand, bloody Game of Thrones style battles where the guys you want to win actually do. Later Game of Thrones style, early early game. Like the dragon early, shows up and just burns the whole army. Game, yeah. Early Game of Thrones, they didn't show the battles; they just talked about them. Is what it, is what it was for the most part. You're still so. salty about that. Show me the <laughs> fucking battles. Don't talk about it. Come on. But uh, yeah, I recommend Outlaw King on Netflix. I thought it, I thought it was fine. That's good. All right, so now we got to pick next week's course of cinema, Scott. Okay, all right. Um, well. I I picked one for you, and um, I've decided that. Are you getting me back for the three and a half hour foreign language black <laughs> and white film? Okay. I'm not that mean. I'm not that mean. I don't know if you're gonna like it or not. Okay. I've I've talked about it before in the podcast. I've criticized it before for what it is. I actually now I'm talking about. It, I don't know if you've actually watched it or not. So we're gonna find out right here. If you have watched it, I've got a backup one, but. Um, I want you to watch. It's on Netflix. Original movie. It is the Babysitter Killer Queen, the sequel to the Babysitter. I haven't watched the sequel. You've not watched it. Well, there you no, go. You made me watch the first one, and now you're making me watch the sequel. The sequel, yes, because I want because I've talked about it enough and how Great. much uh, I dislike to compare to the first one. I want to know what your thoughts on it are. So, the Babysitter Killer Queen on Netflix original is my pick for you, Scott. Okay. So I'm going to do a little bit of the same thing here. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a movie. That we've talked about on this show before. And you, sir, have shit on this movie. Oh, God. Even though, <laughs> even though you have never seen it. <laughs> you're just judging, like, the re- like the reviews, which weren't very, the reviews weren't very good. And, you know, the trailers. And you, you're shitting all over this movie. And I said, you haven't even seen it. Give it a chance. Now, now that I'm, now that I'm talking about this. I hope you haven't actually gone and watched it. You didn't tell me if you did. So if you did, let me know. I'll pick a different one. But I'm going to make you watch the Disney live-action Mulan. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. No. I, was, I, I, I didn't watch it because I was waiting for you to give it to me. I was okay. Giving, well, you're getting it. I was giving you I just it. watched it recently. Like, right before I went to Mexico... I finally watched it. How did you not watch it, like, the day that it came out for Disney Plus free? I didn't because... I wanted to watch it with my children and my wife, and life is tough. I can watch my own movies in the middle of the night, but when I get together with them... La-dee-da, Scott's a family man. La-dee-da. We all watched it together, and um, and plus, plus, I was kind of buying into your hype. You were shitting all over the movie, and I agreed with you. I said, oh, these reviews are rotten. Oh, the trailers don't look very good. I was really excited to watch this movie, and now I'm kind of like, eh... But I did watch it. 
and now I'm going to make you watch it, and we're going to talk about it. Let me be very clear. My criticism for it, the biggest criticism I have, the only one I actually care about, is the fact that there's no Mushu. There's no comic relief Mushu. That's the biggest criticism I have. No Mushu, no Grasshopper. They took out... Well... Hold your horse, horses, that one. But don't they don't took, spoil it. They took out Mushu, but they added... I love Eddie Murphy, goddammit. They, they added Donkey from Shrek, so they made up for it. That's terrible. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm worst worst I'm switch you could have ever done, Disney. And in the morning, I'm making waffles. Good God. He fucked a dragon, goddammit. He fucked a dragon. Remember that, people. Scott? Yes, sir. Hit us with the socials. Take us out. All right. If you want to get a hold of us here at For Your Distraction, shoot us an email at foryourdistraction at gmail.com. You can also find us on all of our social media avenues like Facebook or Twitter. Search for For Your Distraction. You can like us, follow us, subscribe to us. You can tweet us at Podcast FYD. You can listen to the show lots of different ways. We are on SoundCloud. We are on... What the fuck's it called? Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. Uh, Spotify. Spotify. We're on I don't use Google Spotify. Play. Google Play and Spotify are the two newer ones. Is iTunes still a thing now? Yeah. Is iTunes Podcast still a thing? Yeah. Or is or is did they change the name to something else? I heard they might have changed the name for that. For I iTunes. still I still have it. I thought I thought I thought iTunes Podcast became Apple Podcast now or something like that. We're on. Oh no. It's still called I. Yes. Fucking Apple is no. is screwing my shit up again. No, dude, it's still here. But did they change it into like Apple Podcasts now instead it of iTunes? It just says podcasts. Hmm. hmm. That's always what it was. I'm gonna research this and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna shit on Apple. So. Anyway, search for forward distraction on any place you listen to your podcast. Podcast FID, Spotify, and Google Play, because I never bothered to figure out how to fix that. So Okay, um, you can also find us on Podbean by searching for The Movie Guys Podcasts. That's our sister show with our buddies over there. They have a really great show, too. Check them out. They're our official, unofficial hub for the Be Real Network. So we're on their Podbean. And also YouTube. If you go to YouTube... Search for the Movie Guys podcast. They put all of our shows on there. That's an awesome way to do it. Oh, and we can't forget, Adam. We are also a member of the Electronic Media Collective. Hells to the yeah. So head on over to electronicmediacollective.com. You'll find our show, and you'll find countless other great shows over there. Go ahead and listen to them. That's a fun way to t- to listen to us. It is. Scott, yeah. so Chris Pine played yeah. Captain Kirk. Yes, he did. So, if having sex with multiple genders is bisexuality, and having sex with uh, animals is bestiality, mm-hmm. what is having sex with alien races? Um, not going to kink shame it. I'm not going to kink shame it. Here's something fun, though. Before, before you hit stop on the record, think about this. Chris Hemsworth is Chris Pine's father in the Star Trek Kelvin universe. Remember? I do remember He played Tiberius Kirk, right? Yeah. Also, also, in Thor, Chris Hemsworth bangs Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman 
is Luke Skywalker's mom, and Chris Hemsworth is Captain Kirk's dad. So Captain Kirk's dad was banging Luke Skywalker's mom. All the nerds' heads exploded right now. Boom.